0: twelve. Uh, going Lord willing, we're gonna try to finish the first verse today. Not sure, hey man. But your participation is going to be required, hey man. Just a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you up front, and then you can be thinking about it through this. And maybe something comes to your mind. You can make a note on your phone. At some point, maybe halfway through this, I, I want you to share with me what you've learned in, through Scripture what Christ has accomplished through the good news of Jesus Christ, his life, his death, burial, resurrection, his soon coming again, the life, the essence of who Jesus is, what he has accomplished in your life that you've learned through Scripture. Just real quick, we know this. Amen. Our salvation. Amen. We know that we're saved through Him. But something that you've learned in Scripture that you're able to go to that is a foundation truth. You know, we learn through Scripture that God has loved us with an everlasting love. Those are some examples. Uh, But I I just want you to to participate, share with that, something in the Scripture, uh, some uh, um, uh, revelation that you've got and you understand about Christ. Because sometimes I think we know it, but we fail to communicate it. And when we're out there in the world, we need to be able to communicate what Christ has done for us. Amen. He's done so much for us. Amen. And we need to be able uh, uh, to communicate that and share that with others. Amen. Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And we're going to get to the reasonable service today and try to finish this out. And I, I just want to give this saying to you. I, I don't know who did it. I, hey, man, I don't know where it came from. I, but it's just something I couldn't get away from th- this week. Your life is God's gift to you. Make it your gift to God. Hey, man, I'm going to say it one more time. Your life is God's gift to you make it your gift to God. Amen. We need to be stirred up and we, we need to be motivated to passionately uh, live for Christ. Amen. And this scripture uh, that we've read, these first two verses are really God's altar call. We've been talking about that. I, amen. And, and I believe sometimes we need to be challenged, don't we? I, we need to be stirred up, to be challenged, to be reminded uh, uh, to live for Christ. Uh, and I want to share a story with you, uh, amen, that Dale Carnegie, uh, he is the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People. I it was a story that he wrote in one of his books. He tells of a mill manager whose workers were not producing. The owner was named Charles Swab. And he asked the manager what was wrong. He said, I have no idea, the manager said. He said, I have cussed these men. I've pushed them. I've sworn at them. I've threatened them." I, I threaten to kill them, I am in to fire them, but nothing works, they just will not produce. I, they are only able to produce I, so many each shift, I, to which Schwab asks him, well how many are they producing, how many units are they producing uh, on the shift today? I, and he asked him and he said they produce six. Without saying anything, I, uh, Charles Swall picked up a piece of chalk and he wrote a big number six on the floor. Then he simply walked away. When the night shift came in, they saw that big number six I, and asked what it meant. The big boss was here today, someone said. He asked how many units the day shift made, I, and we told him six. I, so he chalked it on the floor. The next morning, swab shows back up to the meal. I, again, the night shift, I had erased the six out and replaced it with a bigger number, seven. Hey, ma'am. When the day shift uh, reported the next day, they saw that 7, and they thought, well, the night shift. Uh, they think they're better than the day shift. Uh, well, we're just going to have to show them. Uh, they worked hard, in that day uh, they was able to erase the 7 and put down a 10. Uh, hey, man, uh, for the night shift, uh, uh, the see swab had increased production uh, by over 60% in less than 24 hours. Simply by throwing down A challenge amen and today I want us to be challenged by the mercy Of God amen I want us to Understand that every one of Us that scripture we're reading Amen it's important before we go on Into the rest of the chapter Amen we got to get this foundation In our life we got to get this first verse Down in our lives We got to understand we can't Walk in verses 3 through 21 Until we get these first Verses we got this has got to be the bedrock of who we are. You've got to be a person of God's mercy. Be motivated by His mercy. Be encouraged by His mercy. Be strengthened by His mercy. You've got to be besieged by the mercies of God. Amen. Anybody in here thankful for the mercy of God? Amen. Amen. You don't need nothing more, nothing less. You need to be encouraged by that. Amen. All other faith. Amen. All other types of religions. They make sacrifice. The root and all of those things. Amen. But we got to understand the work's already been done. I'm motivated by what Christ has done for me. Amen. I'm operating out of that. And that's what we need to understand. And that's what he's doing in this verse. He's challenging them by the mercies of God that they would present their bodies Holy, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He's telling them that that will be, amen, the reasonable service. And thank God we all know in limitations that the mercies of God are never consumed. They never expire, that we never exhaust them. They fell not and they're new every single morning. It'd be awful if God didn't have any compassion on us, wouldn't it? It'd be awful, amen, if God treated us like we treat people sometimes and how people treat us. It would be awful, wouldn't it? But I thank God for the mercy of God. He's full of mercy and compassion towards us, towards you and towards me, towards your family member, towards that one that's giving you a hard time right now. He's full of mercy towards them. We're saved through God's uh, grace, uh, through the sacrifice and the precious blood of Jesus Christ. His his blood uh, paid the price for you and I, and I'm thankful for that. We must be willing to lay down our lives uh, for what we deem to be important and be living examples, to be those holy examples, people that are set aside to be uh, uh, to be used for the master's use, Amen. And Paul is telling us that such a sacrifice is simply a reasonable service. So, and or some re, uh, read that and understand that as reasonable worship I, or our, our, our ministry I, of service, Amen. But there is no coercion here. There's no high pressure here. There's no forcing of the wheel. I, there is no bending of the personality I, uh, to make us conform to the di- divine wheel. I, the reasonable. Uh, of this demand will be so evident that there will be an immediate and prompt response. He's not up there, God's not up there twisting us our arm. He has revealed himself to us and that is the motivation alone. Hey, Amen. He is the revelation of who he is. What he has done in our life is enough. Hey, Amen. When you look up the definitions to reasonable service. Hey, Amen. Service, obviously, it, you look it up. There's there's multiple ways this can be interpreted. I, the, and, and I'm not really, I, I'll just be honest with you. It, it, it can be related more to a spiritual sense. Hey, Amen. Or, or just a little more to a practical. I, I, my personal belief is, is that, that the the way this is written is probably to, to accomplish both, uh, amen. But when you re- look up service, amen, it denotes worship uh, that is rendered to God. When you look up reasonable, it, it, it is it is uh, the way we think, amen. Uh, it, it is reasonable uh, uh, for us. It, it is obvious that this is something uh, that we should do, that we could look at the life of Christ. We could look at what Christ has done in light of everything he's done, shouldn't we? offer our lives back to Him. Amen. That is our reasonable service. Amen. God deserves that from you and from me. Amen. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he wants it to be willing. Because how many people know, hey man, we do some things when we're forced to do them. I mean, y'all like me, you do them out of resentment, man. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, come on now. Especially, come on. Even husbands up in here, sometimes we do something just to get them to uh-oh. Gary getting elbowed back there, hey man, hey man. But we're doing it more out of resentment. We're doing it more just to please get off my back and hush, hey man. I, you know it's the truth, hey man. We do things out of resentment, I, almost rebellion, and just call it bum. I'll do it if I have. to that's not what God is wanting us to do. He's wanting us to be motivated by His love. Uh, you know that old song, uh, Jesus paid it all. Uh, all to Him I owe. Uh, sin had left me in a crimson stain, uh, but He washed it white as snow. Uh, amen. Jesus wants us motivated uh, by this. He don't want us motivated uh, amen, and having to do it like bless God, kick in the dirt. Uh, amen. While we're going over there and doing it. Uh, he wants us to do it. Joy. The Bible says count it all joy. Amen. He wants me to do everything I do with joy, and he's telling me that's my reasonable service. And I'm afraid, amen, what we've allowed I, our private and our public lives. We've, met, we've let it mess up. God is wanting reasonable service from us in every area of our life. He's wanting it. I think we have, we have relegated worship service to an hour on Sunday morning. Do you know that... When I study the church, when we come to church, we are there to worship corporately, but we're there to edify one another. We're there to build one another up, to encourage one another, to lift people up, to pray for one another, to equip one another, amen, to enable us to be able to go back out into a lost and dying world and live in the power that we have through Jesus Christ. Yes, we worship Him, but we relegate that. Worship is so much more, than that. Amen. We do that. Our lives in the church and outside the church is worship. It ain't just inside the church. It's outside the church. Our thoughts, our actions, how we treat one another, all that's worship. Amen. How we live. Holding a do you realize that if you hold a door open for somebody, that's worship. When they see that, that is not common practice anymore, is it? Amen. Amen. When you see a little old lady, amen, there with a Somebody's saying, why does that have to be an old lady, an old man, whatever. Hey, man, you, and they are got their buggy. I know it may be only be 20 steps, but that's hard for some people to walk 20 steps. Stop. Slow yourself down. Uh, if, ask them. You don't scare them. Hey, man, you have to be careful. i do this. I, I'll tell it. Uh, I'll take this out. Uh, but anyway, uh, hey, man, I'll do it. I don't want to walk up to them and scare them. I'll wait. I'll look, and I'll try to pay attention if there's something heavy. And hey, can I help you? I'll put that in there. And they just startle. They, they're not used to it. Yeah. Just genuine acts of kindness. Yeah. And I said, I'll take you buggy and I'll put it back. It's just 20 steps. They don't mean nothing. Amen. In the eyes of the world. But do you know it made my daddy happy? Yeah. Do you know? He said, look there, my son, worshiping yeah. me. Yeah. We think it's the performance in there on Sunday. I'm sorry. But if it is a performance, there ain't no worship in it. It's, true. it's, it's true. just yeah. the truth. Amen? We've got to get back to realizing worship is a lifestyle. Our morality, our character, our integrity, all of these things are worship, are part of our offering to God. In this light, amen, we've we got to stop and refuse to be isol- uh, to allow worship to be isolated to end there on Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday night. We've got to refuse that. Amen? Because this, this what happens is it creates a disconnect from our lives, amen, between our lifestyles and our confessions. You want to know why people's lifestyle are not, Matt, lining up with their confessions? Because we disconnected it. We can get it right when they're on a Sunday morning, but Monday morning when we walk in on our job, we've left that behind. We we walk away from our confession and we start living different in our lifestyle. Hello? You know it's the truth. hey Amen. But somehow, we've got to break that. We've got to decide that we're going to come back, amen, and say, you know what? We've got to break this pattern. Because it's evident that we find nothing wrong with lifting our hands on Sunday morning and singing worship songs on Sunday. But then we can walk in and use unethical business practices on Monday morning. Worse than that, amen. Or about we could get up and sing, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. But we hold bitterness and grudges That's against true. one another. Absolutely. So is this real worship? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it's not. Hey, Amen? Well, especially when we hold it against our brothers or our sisters. Hey, Amen? Mm-hmm. we we, we got to understand this. Or maybe, hey, let's just step off in it. Oh, I love the everybody. I love Jesus. Except a black man. Amen. Or a Mexican. Amen. Or a Japanese. I don't know. I mean, come on. I mean, or or an Alabama fan. The Lord knows their heart of love. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna start calling Alabama fan diamond polishers. You know, they're diamond polishers out there. They just rub you the wrong way. Amen. Anyway, I'm sorry I gotta get back to focus. Amen. I love Jesus. <laughs> and Alabama fans, amen. Amen. But we can't be prejudiced. We can't get up and say, Oh, how I love Jesus. Yeah. And then not be willing to help the poor. Not be willing to help the poor. Not be willing to help. Look, our church is going to have a great opportunity Sunday morning. I purposefully, the Church of God has already responded to the, uh, uh, the storm that hit the Bahamas out before I went blank. Well, this Sunday, we're going to get to find out what, there's a specific church that's about to start being rebuilt next Friday. We're going to, we're going to get to respond that specific project. Buck is going over and uh, and so we're going to be able to come alongside. I told Buck I said we're going to wait because we're trying to get this men and a, men and women of action started here and Buck is doing that. That's a church of God ministry that responds uh, to these things. So our church is going to get to respond to that specific church and we're, we're going to get to have that. But we can't get up here and sing oh how I love Jesus and then not be willing to do that. Amen. We, we've got to make sure that our lifestyle is matching our sin, hey Amen. We we can't, or our confession. Let's just say that we confess to know Jesus, but we don't serve and love others. Then I'm telling you, you're not you're not living a lifestyle of worship, hey Amen. That's challenging, I know, but it's still the truth. This shouldn't be this way, hey Amen. We shouldn't do that. And the person that cleans the church, that is worship. all those teachers that that prepared out there, uh, they prepared crafts. I heard them say they were doing slime and and doing something in soil. I mean, they were doing all kinds of creative stuff tonight. Do you understand in their preparation, that was worship? That was worshiping the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. All of their sacrifice, all the time you read your word, that's worship. All the time you've been praying or encouraging someone or just simply being, all of that is worship. I, worship doesn't stop at the, when the church service is over. We pray our ending prayer. I, we, I say, Joe, dismiss us in a word of prayer. And he says, duh, duh, duh. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, well, no longer worshiping. We walk out, we hang our coat of worship on. No! And for that worship to be something, then I've got to carry it out there in every area and every day of my life. Amen? Does that make sense? That's a reasonable service. It's just reasonable. Hey, Amen. You should continue. We should live out our faith in our schools, in our homes, in our businesses, in our communities, wherever it is. We should continue to do acts of goodness, kindness, being grateful and, and, and thankful and, and, and having that attitude, having, uh, being charitable and loving to others. Amen. Even responding kindly to those that rub us the wrong way. Simply said, worshiping is us responding to all that God is with all that we are. When we do that, that's important for us to do that. Jesus Christ is our Savior. I mean, come on. I mean, He's our Savior. He's our Sanctifier. He's our Spirit Baptizer. Amen? He is. Amen? He's our Healer. He's our soon-coming King. And it is reasonable for you and I to offer our whole selves to serve Him. Not just a few moments on Sunday morning, but moment by moment, day by day, as an act of genuine worship. To the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We've got to get back to lifestyle worship. You want to know the difference between the old days and now days? Hey Amen. Those those older generations, they knew how to live a lifestyle of worship. They lived it. They did it in their prayer life. They did it in fasting. They did it in reading. They did it in witnessing. Now, granted, they made mistakes just like we do. I, but man, they left us some good examples I, that we could glean from. I, that we could say, you know what? If I could take that principle I, and apply it here, I could be a little more effective. Hey man, I, now I, I, I don't want to go back. I, hey man, to hair, hair up in a, a, a bob. Hey man, I, no makeup for the ladies. Hey man, I, as the old preacher say, I, it's a sin for some bars to have hey on it, hey amen, hey amen, <laughs> it's okay, you can laugh, hey amen, it's the truth, and then I don't want to go, I love air conditioning, and <laughs> padded chairs, hey amen, I love it, hey amen, I, I love that my shirt's untouched right now, bless God, I, I thank God for it, hey amen, I, I thank God that you're in here wearing a rocky top shirt, I, and a shirt, bless God. I, I'm happy when this thing's that. I'm happy because we're in the house of God and I'm serving Him, but we need to take some of those old time principles, amen, and apply them to our lives. Uh, some of those old time disciplines, amen, uh, and start living a lifestyle of worship, amen, day by day, every moment, amen. And that's what He's doing, amen. He's telling us it's, it's, this is the right thing. This is the logical thing. I mean, he's saying, get a hold of yourself. This is reasonable for you and I to do this. When we look at this scripture, we realize that it's proper for us to worship God. We shouldn't have to be constrained, could we? We shouldn't have to be forced to do this every day of our life. Now, I'd rather get into a Sunday morning hour worship service. Amen? We've got to be willing to do it. The character of God is such that we should be willing to do this. Amen? Because he has showed us that his mercy is unending. Therefore, we should live in an unending place of worship. Amen? We are to offer our entire selves that we, uh, that we are and ever hope to be to God because nothing else a hey man we'll, he will approve. We shouldn't delay. We should do it every day, every opportunity. That is simply our reasonable service. And that's what he's telling us. God's not being unreasonable. When you look at the life of Jesus and what he accomplished for you and I, is it unreasonable for God to ask us to be a living sacrifice, holy, completely he is it's not unreasonable amen he's asking us to do it amen it's logical for you and I Think about this. We, we There's many things in life we just view as reasonable service, don't we? If we want food on the table, bless God, we believe it's reasonable for us to get up and work for it. Hello? I know some people don't believe that in the morning. I, amen. If we want the AC on, man, it's reasonable for us to pay the electric bill, isn't it? Amen. We don't have to be coerced to it. I, we see the benefits of it, and we sure like it, bless God. I, amen. If we want the lights on, bless God, I, it would be crazy for us to sit around like this in the dark. Dark, wouldn't it? I I think it's pretty reasonable. I, not to sit here in the cotton picking dark. I, not to sit here in the dark. I can't even see you. I I don't know if you can see me. Hey Amen. You might have your tongue stuck out at me. I, you may be falling asleep. I don't know what you're doing right now. But it's reasonable for me to simply walk over there. I flip the switch. Hey Amen. And walk in the light. I, it's reasonable for me to decide I'm gonna walk in the presence of the living God. I, I'm gonna turn the light switch on, baby. I, and I'm gonna walk in what He has for me. I, That is my reasonable service, amen, to give my, live myself as a holy living sacrifice to the King of kings and Lord of lords. It's reasonable, amen. If the gas light on your car comes on, it's pretty reasonable. Pull in the gas station, get out, amen, put your debit card in there, put the hose in there and pull the trigger and put some fuel in it, ain't it? That's pretty reasonable. If you don't, you're going to run out of gas, right? If you don't, you're going to run on empty, amen. If you don't, you might be on the phone talking to somebody. Hey man, I ran out of gas. Hey man, I've done it. Hey man, I ain't lying. It's reasonable for me to just say, you know what, I need to do this. It's pretty important for me to. it's critical for us to live a lifestyle of worship. That's a reasonable service. I mean, he's not asking for much, is he? Think about that. He's not asking me to do some great work on my own. He's asking me to live this way, but he's given me everything to do it. He's given me everything. I got the precious Holy Ghost living on it. Do you understand? You got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost living in. Amen. They three in one. Amen. We believe in the blessed Trinity, don't we? Amen. I got the Holy Ghost living in me. I got the creator of everything living on the inside of me. I got the enabler. The Holy Ghost will enable me, amen, to live a victorious life. The Holy Ghost will enable me to walk victorious. The Holy Ghost will enable me to get up when I'm down. The Holy Ghost will enable me to be joyful when I really want to weep. to love when I really want to hate. The Holy I got the Holy Ghost. Anybody in here got the Holy Ghost? I think well, hey man, I got the Holy Ghost. Amen. amen. Every born again believer, every born again believer's got the Holy Ghost living on them side of them. That was a lie if we try to tell them. They ain't. Everybody. Amen. But now there's a whole lot more. Hey, man, I, I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. I don't know, I rivers of living, mm-hmm. you better hear me. I, he didn't say a little trickle. I, he didn't say a stream. He said, reverse, baby, i flow flowing out of you. Hey, man, there ain't nobody going to tell me I, that the baptism of the Holy Ghost isn't real. I, it really is. I, hey, man, the heavenly language is real. Yes. Hey, man, he's living on the inside of me. He's saturating me. He's, he's, he's done that. Hey man, I'm thankful, aren't you? Amen. Amen. So we got to be take take heart and know that it's a reasonable service. Amen. He simply asked me to be available. He's not asking me about my ability. He's simply saying it's reasonable just for you to be available. He's looking for somebody to simply be available. That's what he's talking about. Look, this is your reasonable service. And look, in light of everything I've done for you, just reasonable for you to be available, God, Lord, help us to be available. Mm-hmm. Take a moment, consider this thought: What if you had a debt of five million dollars and you could not pay it on? You know, I mean, some of y'all might be millionaires. I don't know, but I think most of us just regular common folk up in here. Five, but none of us could pay five million dollars, amen. And probably none of us have family that could pay that debt. But a stranger come and pay that debt completely. You don't think you would want to live and honor them? What if you have a sickness? What if you had something wrong with you? He? And somebody was able to give you a cure and cost them their life. Don't you think you'd be motivated? Compelled to be available to make sure and honor that sacrifice? That's what that's all he's asking us. He's saying, look, I died for you. I gave everything I had. It's just reasonable for you to live in a way that honors me. What's beautiful is he's going to enable me to live on a Crazy, ain't he? He pays my debt. We hit on it a little bit last week, but then he enables me to live this way. That blows my mind. He knew I couldn't meet the price. He knew I couldn't pay it, so he sends his son to pay the price I couldn't pay. Lord, have mercy. Then he sends me the Holy Ghost because he knew I could never be a new creature unless I've been born again. Hey, man, hello. Hey you ever, if you're born again, the Holy Ghost in you, and the Holy Ghost enables you to live. The Holy Ghost is your helper. Yes. Amen. Yes. Every, every child of God has the Holy Ghost as a helper. Yes. Hello. Yes. Amen. And I, my goodness, that blows my mind. That he didn't only pay the price, but he gave me a, a, the equipping, the enablement. Woo, that blows my mind. And it's reasonable just simply because what God has already done for us. Amen. It's reasonable, isn't it? To, we've got to understand that. We were under wrath. But God sent his son for you and for I. God intervened for you and I through his son, Jesus Christ. So that's what he's saying. He's saying, hey guys, look what God's already done. Is it not reasonable to you to give yourself utterly and sacrificially to God who has given himself utterly and sacrificially for you? So let's make this personal. Are you a believer? Are you a born again child of God? Are you trusting him for your salvation? Are you doing that, hey man? Don't you think it's time for us to start making ourselves available? It's our simple, our reasonable service. Now I had asked you that question. Here's your chance to share. Hey man, what has Christ done for you? What do you? What have you learned in Scripture? Hey man, I, I've already I've listed a, a litany of them. All everything's I've said has been scripture based. But what is Christ, what have you learned in Scripture that Christ has done for you? Anybody? Got a scripture? Something that you remember, that that, that you just that you know? Hey man, Theology is basically just the study of God. But hey amen. So we've we got to have this down in us. We've got to know, hey man. I mean, I can use the, you want me to do some of the big words real quick? We can. Church words, amen. <laughs> we can do some church words up in here, amen. Uh, you know, we, we can do that, amen. He was, he was my substitute. You, you want to go? You go ahead. Yeah. Go, go. fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. <clears throat> and I, repeatedly through many years, I've had health issues that I should have been dead. Uh-huh. And I just said, all I had to do was keep praying. Amen. Amen. So through Christ, you've keep learned right. that you can pray. And have a little talk with Jesus. And then I'm healed. Just a little talk with Jesus. And I'm already healed. It's already done. So not only have you learned through Christ that he he had enables you, he bought the path for you to talk to the followers, but he also provided the answer. He did. And the healing. Yes. Anybody else? Anybody? Don't y'all be quiet. Hey, listen, this helps you. Because listen, you're going to be these last days you're going to have more opportunities than you realize right. yeah. to share some things we need to be willing to communicate I've said, be willing to give my answer all the time why I got hope I mean come on, I mean scripture, he's my hope right, yes. I mean, we learn this how in the scripture this is how we know it now the Holy Ghost is in you right everybody in here say, yeah, you got the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost to teach you the word did you know that, you got the greatest teacher that's scripture, he says he'll teach us I don't need Joseph Smith to interpret this Bible for me. It's good. We can be iron, sharpens iron. It's good. But in the end, I got the Holy Ghost. I got the author of this book living on the inside of me. You got the author living on the inside of you? You saved you. That's scripture. Anybody, what, come on, anybody else? Somebody got something? I can do all things through Oh, what, what a bedrock principle. I can do all things. Not some things, not occasionally. How's how's that played out in your life? You got something you could share? Well, just just in the last couple of years, Michael, with my my job, you know, uh, I mean, God is really could be out there on a limb doing things that I don't even have a clue about. Uh-huh. I mean, I do not even have a clue. Amen. I mean, I work in an area right now that I've never even heard of a couple of years ago. <laughs> I am not going to be able to take care of this. I do yes. not know what to do. I'll get up from my desk. i go pray. The Holy Spirit falls on me. When I come back to my desk, I know exactly how to handle it. Amen. Amen. I mean, and so that scripture right there, Amen. I mean, it is real. Amen. It's a bedrock foundational belief for you. I mean, it is. And it is real. It's real. You can do all things. That Listen, that don't mean... That don't mean that if I just keep thinking I'm going to get up here and sing like Karen. I can't sing like okay? I mean, come on now. But do you know when I sing to him, yeah. it sounds a bad name? Yes. Yeah. 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 She'd be jealous if she heard me say that. That's yeah. why I'm talking a No, I'm just kidding. But honestly, it sounds beautiful and amazing oh. to him. Right? I can do all things. I love that scripture. I challenge you. That I tell my son, I try to tell my kids, you can do it. Don't say you can't, can't never can, never will. Amen. Can the can't. Hello, that's the scripture that will can the can't. I can do all things. Quit saying you can't, quit saying you can't break a habit. The devil is a liar. Quit saying you can't figure that problem. You can do it. We can do this. I mean, he died so I could. Hello, you see that? Did you have it go ahead? Yeah, well, I was had several through the years but the, the one that probably now is just right there with me is it involves dealing uh-huh. and when God laid that scripture on me and i would never read it Hebrews 6 after so and so after he had patiently endured uh-huh. he obtained the promise oh. <laughs> and that's one that just <laughs> because that's you know, I know he's coming in. Uh, that that that's you know, and I've had so many, but that. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Six and fifteen. 15. Amen. I'm going to adopt that Anything right? else? Yes. Amen. See, that's why we do this. This is why we 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 we, we share these moments because he maybe done experienced something that's going to help Joe. He just said, "I'm gonna adopt that one," didn't he? Now, that, that encourages you to see a dad standing on a promise for his son. And look, I know we all love to hoot and holler. Hey, man, I love to jump and, and run. Hey, man, I can remember a little boy watching him run back the pews. He said, in a Baptist church, you better believe it. I seen him be slain in the spirit. Hey, man, I see him do everything to speak tongues. Hey, man, I laid under the pews. Hey, man, watch him. Know it lay on hands. I watched him do great and mighty things. Hey, man, don't you tell me the Holy Ghost ain't real. Right. I know he is. Hey, man uh but but amen, but we do this to encourage one another, Amen. Amen. And that's that's important uh for us, amen. Standing on that scripture for his for his son. And now somebody else is gonna stand on it for their situation. Joe's gonna stand. Joseph encouraged Joe, amen. And, amen. I'm gonna read that and amplify amplified for you. That's what I was doing, I'm sorry. And so it was that he, having waited long and endured Patiently, watch this, realized and attained what God had promised. Hold on, child of God. Hold on, child of God. Amen. The seed, it will produce. Sure enough, baby. Amen. Have y'all ever watched the movie Faith Like Potatoes? If you haven't, you need to go watch it. Amen. No evidence of things going on beneath the soil. But he had faith like potatoes. Amen, and that's what that is. You keep believing. Amen. Anybody else? Yes. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. My daughter brought me a bracelet one time. My oldest
1: daughter. Because I'm always
0: the one that wants to try to fix things. Jump right on the head. Hello. Hello. She brought me this bracelet and I'm are you thankful for that? In else? Yeah, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Yes. I'm an old man in a young man's game. <laughs> 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 Tell them what you do, just in case 18-year-old. they don't know. I'm, I'm in a national guard. i got to run PT and all that stuff. Oh. I don't run 18-year-old kids, <laughs> and it's crazy. Thankful. Well, hey, man. Amen. You Amen. So I encourage you to, to, to share these things, to, to, to think about these things. Amen. You, you meditate on these things. Think about it. I mean, you know, don't be scared off even by the big word. Look up some big words in our, in our thing. Justification. I mean, I mean, if somebody asks you, well, what does that mean? Can you say it? Can we tell? Them? I'm justified as though i never seen it. Amen. When I run to Jesus, amen, He justified me. It's as though I had never, ever, ever, ever sinned. When the judge looks at me, he sees the blood. And he says, Look at that perfect one. Yeah. Hello. I'm blameless, bless God, because I've been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Woo. Yes. Hey, amen. Don't that make you happy? Hey, amen. That makes me happy. Amen. So I challenge you. Get in there and study those study verses. Go back and read the first 11 chapters of of Romans. And just while you're going through that, think about what God has done for you. Think about it. You're chosen. You're chosen in Him. Think about it. Romans 8.28, He works all things for our good. These are, these are bedrocks in our, in our faith. Amen, we've got to be willing to get in there and do that. So we worship him. It's our reasonable service because of what he's already done for us. So I challenge you to go back, amen, and look at that and think about all of those things that he's done That, But not only what he has done for us, I, I want to encourage you to realize it's reasonable because of what God is continuing to do. To do in us. And I just want to give you one verse for that. Philippians 1 and 6. Amen. does anybody ever use that one? Amen. I tell myself this one all the time. Amen. Being confident. Being assured. Being, being Knowing that this is it. That this very thing. That he which begun a good work in you. Say in me. In me. In me. In me. He will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He's continually Working on me. Amen. Be encouraged. It's my reasonable service. I can come and present myself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. My reasonable service because of what he has already done for me and accomplished for me. And what he is continuing to work in me. God is working in you. You keep presenting yourself, and he's working on you. Hey, man, he's working. He's moving. He's making changes in our life. He can break destructive habits. He can form new ways of thinking. Bless God. We'll see that in the next verse. Hey, man, he he can do it. We can make us exactly who he wants us to be. He's the creator of all things. He is the one working on you. It ain't like us taking our our stove uh, that's tore up and taking it over to a Ford mechanic. Hey, man, and saying, fix this stove. That mechanic would look at me like you've lost your mind. Take it to somebody that knows what it needs. got the one that knows everything working on me. Uh, He specializes uh, in broken humanity. Uh, He specializes uh, in people that's got messed up lives. Uh, He specializes uh, in building somebody up that was down. Uh, Hey man, take your life to him. Uh, Be confident uh, that he's able to fix what's wrong with you. Uh, Be confident he's able to make what's weak strong in you. Go to him, believing that. Be confident that he's continually doing a work on you. Aren't you thankful? Amen. Take it to Him. Amen. Let Him work on you. That's your reasonable effort. Amen. It's reasonable because our God is worthy. He's worthy. Don't you think God is worthy? Let me give you some scriptures that just talk about His worthiness. And, I, and, and these are in Revelation. Revelations 4 and 11. You are worthy, O Lord, and God, and God to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things. And by your will, they were created and have their being. Revelations 5, 9 and 10. You are worthy to take the scroll and open its seals, because you were slain. With your blood, you purchased men. Purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God. And they will reign on the earth. Verse 12 of the same chapter. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength, honor and glory and praise. That is the testimony. Amen. Of the elders, of the four living creatures, of the angels and the entire company of the redeemed. God is worthy of all honor. Don't you think he's worthy of our very best offering? And the very best thing you have to offer God is all of you. That's the very best thing you can do. You say, I not much. It don't matter. Present it to him. That's your reasonable service. Do you believe that? Do you believe that, amen? I think if we really believed that he was worthy, I think our lives, if we would start living with that in our forefront, I think our lives would change how we live, wouldn't it? If we'd stop and just stay focused on these things and realize that he's worthy, amen, and he is worthy of all honor, then we would go out and we would live for him, wouldn't we? Then our Sunday morning worship would match our Monday lifestyle. Wouldn't it? Think about it. My Tuesday lifestyle would match my Sunday morning worship. Hello? Hello? I know you've seen him. Hey, amen. Let me just be honest. Some people be at the altar praying in telling to be some of the meanest people you've ever met in your life. That's the God's amen. honest truth. I'm telling you, huh? At the, restaurant 30. at the restaurant thirty, they don't even wait till Monday. Amen, Joe. You're right. I, amen. And won't tip the waitress Absolutely. because they think she was rude. Yeah. Hello, and they want to stand up and judge somebody because they didn't do something right. Hello, <laughs> tip them fifteen percent or better. Hello, whether they've done good or bad, tip them. Good. I'm telling you, it's not about to be me. But it's the truth. I mean, my goodness. We, come on now. Our, our, our worship ought to match 30 minutes. How are you going to get us to Monday, bless God? Thank you, Joe. Hey, man, ought to match. What we do at Cracker Barrel. Hello? It's our reasonable service, isn't it? Amen. Uh, and I'll just give, I'll throw this one out there to you real quick, and that way I can finish on time and we can be done with the first verse. Praise God, seven weeks, we've done it. Amen. It's a reasonable because only our spiritual things will last. That's it. Heaven and earth, they're going to pass away. baby. Amen. But I want you to look at this. Amen. Uh, the, the he that does the will of God lives forever. Amen. You're going to live on and forever. And so do your works. The Bible says this. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. They will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Amen. That's Revelation 14 13 if you need to look it up. Amen. So it's a, it's a reasonable service to present ourselves to God. I just, want to share, I just want to share some just one-liners. I read all the time. I read a lot. This is just some one-liners that I just put down here. Just to encourage you to get up. Listen what D.L. Moody said. I love this one. A holy life will make the deepest impression. Watch this. Lighthouses blow no horns. They just shine. Yes, sir. Quit tooting your own horn. Just shine, baby. Just shine. Just shine. Just shine. <laughs> God measures our service not by our ability but by our willingness. Now the rest of these I don't have. I don't have a clue where I've come across these. Okay, y'all should see my notes. It's like crazy. I try to make notes of where i read this so I can give credit because I don't want to steal from you. You know what I mean? I, I, it'd be awful to get up here and steal, wouldn't it? But anyway, God has called us to play the game not to keep the score. Don't despise... This is a good one. I like this one. You ready? Don't despise little things. I don't want to cry. A lantern can do what the sun can never do. Shine at night. That's cool, ain't it? Amen. Yeah. Hey, the Christian's place is on the front line, not on the sideline. Mend your nets with prayer. Cast them in faith and draw them in love. Amen. We are on earth to love, to live, and to serve. Listen to this. Not to growl, growl, and get. That's a good name. Our aim should be to serve, not to be successful. Nothing worth keeping is lost in serving God. Your life is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift to God remember I don't remember who said that I said that at the beginning God isn't interested in how many talents we have he's interested in how we're using the talent we have Christian service is not optional it's a command and I'm going to end with the same scripture that we started with in a different version and so dear brothers and sisters I plead with you to give your bodies to God let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will accept. When you think of what he has done for you, is that too much to ask? God help us to give him the greatest gift we can give him ourselves. Amen? God is good, ain't man Amen. I only went over three minutes. Bless God. Amen. God is good. I hope you have a good week. I hope you challenge. I hope you find some kind encouragement. Love you. Thank you for coming.